Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hello, this is a message from your host, Fix Layton. Thank you for enjoying Comedy Arcade with me. It's been an absolute joy to share these Edinburgh Fringe episodes with you. And there's another one on its way. But first, a quick message. Do you think you might want a little bit more of me in your ears? Now, I can't actually hear your answers, but I'm assuming yes. Good news if so. I have just launched a brilliant new podcast called False Economy with my good friend Paul Watson, where we delve into the shopping habits of some of the great and the good of comedy, entertainment and sports. It's a really, really fun concept, and I really hope you come with me on it. If you are interested, just search False Economy wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks. Welcome to the Comedy Arcade, part friendly panel show, part vicious competition, where contestants fight with their best anecdotes on mystery topics generated through a trusty bingo ball. I'm Vince Layton, host of the show, Spirit of the Bingo Balls, and Games Master. Points will be awarded for originality, amusement value, and my general caprice and mood on the day. The contestant with the most points at the end of the game wins, but their opponents will be granted a few cheat codes along the way just to keep it interesting. Good evening, people of Edinburgh. Welcome to the Comedy Arcade. Will you please on the stage your host for the evening? It's Vic Slayton! Hello, everybody, I'm Richard Gill. <laughs> this is Richard Gill, everybody. Everybody, Richard Gill. So if you're... Uh, sorry to the people in the blast zone that are going get <laughs> to get the full benefit of that. Oh, hello. This is nice. Look at all you people. All presumably loyal listeners of the Comedy Arcade podcast, yes? You liars. (laughs) I do this question every night, and when there aren't cameras in here, it is a very different thin on the ground story. I want to believe you. I want to believe you're all listeners. But just for the people who've maybe had a knock on the head and have forgotten all the rules, I'm going to bring out my co-anchors, and we're going to explain them all to you in a comedic way. It's comedic because they still don't really know. So, without further ado, it is my right-hand man, Rich Wilson, and the Queen of Quiz, Jenny Ryan. It's not usually such a stack of uh, beverages here. I, it, I have to say, Vix, it did sound like you said co-wankers. I mean... <laughs> I mean, it's not that far. Maybe I did. <laughs> right, so um, we're going to test you on the rules then. You haven't brought your notes, Jenny, but I feel like you wanted to speak. It's all up here. Right. 
All right, we'll start with you. What's the game? The game is a bingo ball caller thing. I don't know what it's called, really. Um, this spins round. It will eject a bingo ball at random with a number. You all know bingo numbers between 1 and 90. Yeah, but I've only got 50 categories. Oh. Um. Um, and that will determine what the category is. It could be a question about anything, and we have to say something good, and Vix arbitrarily scores it. Yes. Woo! I can be flattered, I can be bribed, and I frequently will let the most good-looking person win. So... I've not won yet. Shock. Only half the people are laughing because they're worried that it's true. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Rich, would you like to explain the paddle system? Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, <that> was <laughs> <laughs> wasn't expecting that. Uh, well, th so we have <laughs> paddles. And what we need are, uh, we need three people in the audience to be our paddle people. Yes. All <laughs> 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 right. That's right. Paddle people. Now, to anyone nights. who doesn't know, <laughs> that loud voice right there was Richard Gill, the ultimate comedy fan, who's got a, uh, a blog as well. What's your blog called, Richie? Come on, get it out. There you go, mate. <laughs> All right, mate, it's going to cost you 50 grand in advertising, mate. <laughs> so I need three people to be our paddle people. Right, so who wants to be a paddle person? He's going to have to be in it. Right, okay. What colour would you like? Give me red. Give me red. Ooh, powerful choice. This is Mike, everybody. Round of applause. Hi, Mike. Mike, the paddle person. Explain red. It's a good one. Your name's not Mike anymore. Your name is New Balls. Now, what you can do, Malicious Mike, is if at any point you're not enjoying an anecdote for whatever reason, maybe you're bored, maybe you don't like the panellists and you want someone else to win, maybe you asked them out and they said no. For whatever reason, we don't have to hear about it. You can raise new balls, they must stop immediately, and we move on. This is brutal. You brutal! Don't I know it. <laughs> Last night, three words into my anecdote. <laughs> it was going to be good. And now we'll never get to three know. Three on the bounce as well. Mm. <laughs> but three, th three words was a new record. Sexism. We, we were all too polite to say that, but you just went there. Okay. Hey, listen, I'm it out. This is why we're sharing a microphone. <laughs> <laughs> it's pre-editing. Richard, hello. What colour would you like? Green or yellow? Uh, yellow. Yellow. Mellow yellow. It's the comedian's favourite. This is the double points paddle. If you are particularly enjoying a comedian story at any time, you can only play it once. Double the points will double their points. Or if you're not laughing, you don't have to we, be laughing. We don't care. It's not about. It's not all about you, Richard. It's not all about you, Richard. <laughs> Are we going to have someone from the West Wing? For the left wing. <laughs> yes. What's your name? Amy, everybody. Come on, Amy. It's not easy being green, Amy. That's, oh, it's that's a, so easy being green. It's so powerful. You've got the ultimate power of the game, Amy. 
Um, you can play that paddle once at any time. I will randomise the scores. Brute machine. Brute machine. So that means Jenny could be telling banging anecdotes all night. If I'm allowed to get through them. That pad- I, It's not likely, but it could happen. That paddle gets raised. Rich could still win. So, uh, should we introduce our panellists? Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> I always do. Um, yeah. Who am I going to bring out first? Um, Whoever you like, love. Ah, because they're both brilliant. They are both brilliant. There's, uh, there's three empty bring- chairs, mate. <laughs> Oh, that was oh, so, shit. so Freudian. Oh, sorry. It's three. It's three. <laughs> they are all brilliant. I have worked and admired them all for many, many years. It is an absolute joy to have them all here. So please go wild for Mark Watson. <laughs> Andrew O'Neill. <laughs> and Scott Bennett. Wowzers. Are you all well? <laughs> this is not a strong start for a chat show. I don't, I don't think that's relevant. Oh, God. Of <laughs> course we're not well. This was an easy starter question. Look at your faces. I'm, I'm quite, quite concerned about what that chipboard corridor's done to people. <laughs> what were you doing back there? Something back there? If we were perfectly well, we wouldn't be here. Babe. No. It's true. I saw a chipboard corridor in You're not right. You're not wrong. <laughs> I love their first EP. <laughs> oh, God. I, I haven't written down the scorings yet. Hang on. A lot of injuries. <laughs> Have you had a good day, Andrew? Yeah, it's been good. Some, some, is there some... I, did, um, I, I did know there's more panellists than usual. You can't just have small talk by yourselves. It a, it's a big old panel. I'm barely on the stage here. <laughs> I... Uh, <laughs> Well, the oh, thing is, we've given, we've given him a chance. He's up and coming. I think you're going to be a big deal. Like. <laughs> fucking nail this. I could get rebooked. Yeah. <laughs> I've, got, I've got something that happened. My wife and children turned up unannounced at the fringe Woo-hoo! to surprise me after and 20, 20 burn years. through. Yeah, after, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, do, you look a bit like me. Um, yeah. uh, Revived Silla Black just yeah. for the occasion. Uh, Wait, no, you haven't even got a ball out yet. You've already no, launched an anecdote. I, I haven't even got a ball out. I have. I've got two kids. Um, <laughs> I've proved it twice. I've filled Fair. two prams. Um, <laughs> he's got uh, he's got a penis. Yeah. Um, IVF actually. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, no, well, I'm very sorry to appear no, at that. It wasn't. It wasn't. But they uh, they are proceeded to burn through any possible profit I would have made. <laughs> so it's how, already how annoying me. You know. How, so, how many hours they've been here? Um, they've been here two days, and within 13 minutes, they both had the hair braided on the Royal Mile. <laughs> What, what, that, v- what 50 quid? Yeah, that's you making a loss overall. She, yeah. she charges by the inch. <laughs> that's then, the profit you would make from a sellout show at the Pleasance, right? You, yeah, <laughs> I, I said to her before she had it done, I said, come here, let me cut your hair. <laughs> paid by the yeah. Braid that, mate. They've both had a flat top. Braid that. Yeah. Bring it up bald next year. I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. Totally. So, yeah. Well, well that's a strong... Strong preamble bit there, Scott. You're already six points on the board. Oh, really? Yeah. What? I was just trying to be natural. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's working. He's very virile. He knows how to play the game. This is going to be excellent, right? You get Let's points just for having kids. 
<laughs> yeah, my, well, I've got two coming up tomorrow. Give me a couple of points. Uh, <laughs> I adopted one. That's got to be worth two. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> I'm, g- I'm going to give you that. I'll adopt yeah, yours yeah. in a minute. <laughs> Mine are adults. Yeah. Minus points. <laughs> no, that means they survived. And I'm, I'm, unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, well, according to my mum, I am barren. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> you can't new balls when there's no ball in play, all right? I just, <laughs> I just want, I just wanted to chime in on the on the child chat. You don't hear the word Baron that often these days. <laughs> we saw Sarah Baron's show earlier. Actually, it was very funny. Oh, that's <laughs> what I meant. I am Sarah Baron in disguise. Well, this is facing the wrong way. <laughs> oh. <laughs> this is a powerful beginning. <laughs> this is going great. This is going great. B and M do some great shit, don't they? <laughs> Excuse me, this is TK Maxx. Is it? Wow. <laughs> I was going for the range, but wow. This TK is not Max. a bingo ball. This is like a bougie ball or something. Cool, you bought it for me. Uh, it's called Blingo. Is it? Blingo. I think it's what... That can fuck off, can't it? I agree, that can fuck off. queasy. like the jazzle territory. That's not good. Right, it's, it's ball number eight. And it's, uh, it's petty grievances. So um, we've started strong with uh, my Blingo ball. Is apparently a problem to my beloved book guests. Anyone else got a pay grievance? I hate it when you're in a, a South American country and you've been walking <laughs> for three, four days, right? And there's a well, right? And it's just not been maintained. <laughs> right? I was going to do that like, if you hadn't. You're like, I'm so, I'm so thirsty. I'm so, I've been preserving my water. I've got a little bit left. I've done all right. I think I could make it, but I'm so thirsty. Yeah. It's a well. Oh, someone has gone to the trouble of digging down into the water table. And yeah. then since it was created, a complete lack of investment and upkeep. The water's dirty. <laughs> this you, is why you, I never trek across Venezuela these it's days. Quite fucking, yeah. I've stopped. Honestly, I've stopped. You'd, I'd, rather, <laughs> I'd rather not have seen the well. Yeah. Grind my gears. Listen to your privilege. <laughs> Those poor people. And you turn up. This hasn't got a sink. You're like. <laughs> I've, got, I've got. Oh, do, we, do can we go straight on? Yeah, you go, you go for it, Scott. You're a go getter. Um, I, I think I think it's about time that they stopped putting weather reporters in the eye of a storm. Because we get it, don't we? I don't know what they're trying to prove anymore. You just need to look outside, it's the weather. They think they're war reporters, they think they're getting a Pulitzer Prize. They love it, you see them loving it. You see them heading into F5s going, fucking, this is the day. Clinging onto fence panels in cagoules. Shitting themselves. Telling us not to travel if less it's necessary. You stay in, I've gone nowhere. Weather, offended weather reporter. It's gone already, look. <laughs> it's gone to find a yeah. hurricane. It's too real for some people, and it that's is. just how it goes. But I think it's, it's like when there's been a murder, and then the, the rolling news person is there like 24 hours later, yeah. you know, and they're still there, and you're like, 
Yeah. There's not be another one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you, you probably can just do this from the studio yeah. now. Uh, <laughs> Stud, stood in front of the police tape. Just, <laughs> just, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And on this spot. Yeah, no, I believe yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the murderer's not there lurking, going, hope no one sees me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, but they have been, they have been, haven't they? <laughs> Famously. What, what annoys me as well yeah. is that they're always going like, oh, it's really treacherous, and it's like, you know, and, and, there's, and there's always that, this is the thing that as well annoys me, is when the, the weather starts to become the news, and then when there's ever the floods and stuff, and you always see it, and it's always a bloke. It's always a bloke in the background kayaking to work. <laughs> and there's some people who live for that moment when people are sandbagging and shitting themselves, yeah. filling out insurance forms, he thinks, get the kayak, Marjorie. It's, yeah. it's, I'll tell you who it is, it's bullseye winners. <laughs> it is! <laughs> yes! <laughs> You're right! I've lived, I've lived, sense. I've lived 250 miles yeah. up nearest beach and finally my day's come. Do you know what? <laughs> Bull, bullseye, do you know what bullseye was missing? Fucking global warming. That's yeah. <laughs> they were so ahead of their time, weren't they? <laughs> retro, retro technology and boats. Yeah, yeah. You'll need this when the, when the Thames barrier breaks. I saw, I saw the opposite where I was in Spain a couple of weeks ago. I'm doing well. And, um, I, I, well, I was getting on the cruise ship to work. I, I might get to cruise ship later because it's all I can think about because I've still got my sea legs. Sea legs? Sea legs. Um... I don't know what time zone I'm in. Um, and it's they were, they were having... time to Spain. They were... <laughs> <laughs> Edinburgh Fringe is like Las Vegas. Yeah. You can drink all the yeah. time or an airport. 7am, pint. Mm. I've, it's not, great. I've not seen a clock in a week. What are the, what are the wells like in Spain? Yeah. Well... Because there's nothing worse, well, is there? <laughs> they were having um, a, an unseasonable heat wave, much like the UK, right. and they'd mm-hmm. sent out the weather reporter onto the beach. Yeah, to prove to, to prove heat. it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, prove uh, well, it was the, it was the Spanish GMB, and um, all the all the people in the studio were men, and the, the the only female reporters were the weather reporters, and they'd sent this woman out to the beach in Alicante to to report on the heat wave mm. that was already occurring at seven a.m. And the cameraman spotted a middle-aged woman taking her bikini top off. <laughs> this is seven a.m. And just panned around and followed her as she walked into the sea. <laughs> while, while the poor weather reporter was oh. trying to was trying to talk about how dangerous the weather was and everyone should stay indoors. It's like a, it's like a reverse like reverse Bond girl, wasn't it? It really was. <laughs> yeah. it's, like, it's like the wrong way, isn't it? Honey yeah. Rider was going back yeah. to where, where she came. Where she's walked out the sea and gone, he's a toxic masculine prick, I'm off back. Yeah. <laughs> Ursula Regress. Yeah. Yay! Uh, yeah, you can see points for that. Of course, very good, that. very I get good. Get more respect from the dolphins, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> After you, I had um, I didn't think I had a petty, didn't think I had a petty grievance. But the other day, I was in a coffee shop, and what uh, what is great is when they they ask your name and then they scrawl it on the mm. side of the cup, and then it's really funny to hear them trying to say the name or what they think it is. Do you know what they do now? This one, it printed a label off. Oh. Yeah. Printed a fucking label. Why? This is why we can't have nice things. <laughs> I hate that kind of bullshit where they just go, oh, this is more efficient. No, it's fun. Do you know what name I asked for in Starbucks? What? HMRC. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Here's, a, here's a thousand espressos. <laughs> <laughs> they ate scrolling on the... <laughs> Oh, mine's, mine's coffee related as well, though, now. Now I've thought of it. Huh? I can't tell now 
because of coffee snobbishness and reverse snobbishness. If you go in and ask for an Americano, mm. sometimes you have they, they look at you and go, do you want milk with that? Mm. What's the right answer? Yeah. <laughs> I, I asked for an Americano. That means a, a black coffee, right? Mm. Uh, uh, um, but do I say yes or no? I don't want to offend you if you're a coffee snob. But maybe yeah. it's just in this co- in this particular coffee shop, it naturally comes with milk. You have to ask for it as a black coffee. And and, and so that's why I don't have caffeine. Or when they say to you, they say to you, uh, would you like these like special beans that we're doing? You go, what is it about my accent that makes you think I know the fucking difference? <laughs> <laughs> or do you want chocolate on the top of your cappuccino? I ordered a cappuccino, friend. Of course I want. They always say to me, because I say, can I have a, an, an, another shot, an extra shot? And they go, it's got three shots in it. I go, yes. <laughs> I'm aware. Look in the back seat, mate. Did I set up? There's, <laughs> there's two car seats here. <laughs> I don't know if he's told you, you can fill two prams. <laughs> two car seats. With what he's not set. <laughs> One for each testicle. Yeah. That is a lot of hey, yeah. Yeah. I throw him over my shoulder. Oh, dear me. Uh, is that how it works? So people with four kids have got four balls. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 Can anyone confirm? <laughs> I didn't think I had, but, but actually, if everyone's talking about hot drinks, this is so petty. It's better. It doesn't even. This is nonsense, really. But like, are you, you, know you can Twitter, go your own way. Well, I just like these people are so harmless I've got no business having a crack at them but you know people on Twitter that are just too into having cups of tea fuck me (laughs) every morning you'll go on Twitter and someone's going oh thank god the first cuppa of the day you've still got a shit life yeah (laughs) you'll see if you follow the wrong people you'll see an average of a dozen tweets a day Mm. that go Whoa, what a day. But t- is there any problem tea can't solve? Yeah. <laughs> uh, l- fucking obviously cancer, <laughs> but like... Almost all problems can't be solved. Tea is just fine. Um, you have it and you fucking get on with it. I, I do think Putin will back off if he had a cup of Yorkshire tea, though. Well, I mean, we've tried everything out. <laughs> yeah, I think it's when you <laughs> actually get everything. that double bagged. So it leaves a stain oh, on the enamel. Oh, we're about to again, are we? I had no idea there was tea Twitter. Oh, oh God. God. Mate, there is. There is. Yeah. I Twitter. was in a fucking steampunk band. I've had more tea references <laughs> in one lifetime than anyone can cope with. Yeah. It's not an identity. It's a drink. Exactly. It's like, exactly. It's like people that wear people that wear t-shirts with the logo of the '90s sitcom Friends. Do you know what I need you to know about me? You know that sitcom that everyone watches and most people quite like? That's me, that's me all over, that is. Yeah. <laughs> but like, even that is a sort of, at least that's a show with a, an identity. Tea is just, tea you have it by tea. accident. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's just, you have tea because there's fuck enough to do. Uh, yeah. Do you, do you know, like, my parents, it's always amazing because my mum and dad, like, my, my dad used to, coffee in his day was like a shit instant. Mm. And I think instant's lost. For, instant is someone who's got shit to do. Yeah. <laughs> Give me an instant, yeah. I've got stuff to do. I'm not waiting around. And, like, when I see my mum and dad in a coffee shop, my dad still doesn't quite understand what's going on. <laughs> yeah. he, sort, he sort of walks around just going, what do you mean? They're just sat, they're sitting. Drinking coffee. Why? <laughs> Why have they all stopped their lives? Yeah. You have to go to a special building to have coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'll tell you why, Scott. Because of fucking friends. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't, didn't yeah. exist. 
But he's, he never, he never, he wasn't aspiring to be in a New York apartment. His best cup of coffee, he still says, was at a car boot in Doncaster. <laughs> <laughs> he still stands by it. Shit's on Costa, that. Still got the styrofoam cup. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> on the mantelpiece. Instant, instant coffee is a fucking class issue. I grew up not knowing that Hello. instant coffee wasn't just what coffee was. Yeah. Because I got working, working class parents. And then you go out, look, but they put what? But it's not just a spoonful of... This there's no the joke here. I'm just fucking... No. What? So they... What? My mum thought she was posh. <laughs> Which is like four oh, yeah, hydrants. Red Mountain. Okay, you know. that's, that's, what, that's what Charles from Buffy told us. <laughs> you were going next door for it. That's a dated reference, isn't it? Fucking hell. Uh, <laughs> I, I, still, I still can't get used to when I go home to, to Yorkshire to hear in a Yorkshire accent, order coffee. Like you, they go up and they go, can I have a caramel macchiato? And you're like, no, no, the Italians, this is not for you. Now, the, uh, the category is petty grievances, and we've Sorry. been talking about tea for 20 minutes. So um, I do <laughs> remember the first time I was handed a cafetiere. <laughs> Fix, we're not getting past hot drinks tonight. <laughs> I was with, I got... I'd, I was staying at so this is years ago. I stayed. I stayed at their house and went downstairs. <laughs> and, she, and she said, "Look, you make the coffee. I'm gonna have a shower." And I just stood there going, "Ah, oh, don't fucking." Know. She went, "Oh, you need this," and just handed it to me. Like she'd given me Hellraiser's box. <laughs> <laughs> I was like looking at it like that. No tears, Rich. It's a waste of good suffering. <laughs> so many things to show you. <laughs> I love the idea you were doing it upside down at first. Like, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> oh beautiful. It's supposed to be on the floor. Threw it in the ground, <laughs> smashed it, <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> we, we will move on, right? <laughs> Just fancy a tea now. Oh, yeah. Oh, are you a tea it person? Solves everything. Last one of the day, always oh, the best. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Can't wait for the first oh. one tomorrow morning. Hey, if we have one now, it's technically in five minutes, it'll be the last of the day and the first Ooh, of the morning. I can't oh, I can't wait. On it's the stroke of midnight. Oh. Have a nice cup of tea, go for a walk, think about a fox, be yeah. fucking oh, lame. Oh, yeah. It's always tea o'clock somewhere. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I've got that oh, on a tea man. towel. It's like, it's like Cinderella. A tea <laughs> Cinderella. Oh, you got till midnight. Down it. <laughs> If you don't down the coffee, it turns into an instant. <laughs> it's your own time you're wasting. That's <laughs> <laughs> I rest these people. Yeah. yeah, it's true. <laughs> we're not, we're not getting out of here well. until I've done my five planned categories. So mm. strap in, everyone. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> Paul is, it's worst gigs. And I will allow worst jobs as well as worst gigs. So it doesn't have to be gigs like a show. So it's a nice open category. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I've been doing. I've been. I've been a comedian for eighteen years. So yeah, I've had a few, a few zingers. Um, I remember there, there was once this guy. Just it was in a. It was a group of uh, lads, and he just hated me. Just hated everything about me. And every time I, I was emceeing as well. So every time I walked out, I'd go, hey, "Welcome back!" And he just stood up and went, "Shite!" And then turned his chair. <laughs> Turned his chair away from me and he's back to me the whole time. Uh, and his mates, it, it got to the room. The whole room was with me and just hated him. And he just went with it. And he got to the, he went, he, like, was one point he walked out to the toilet going, prick! And just went, uh, <laughs> yeah, he hated me, just despised me. I'll tell you what, the Guardian are rude, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Rude. Still red like a four star. Yeah. <laughs> 
It was it was definitely a class issue. I tell you, it was definitely. <laughs> I I, yeah. I watched the I watched the moment a fellow comic gave up. And oh, saw it on stage. In his eyes, you could I see it all. We were doing a gig. It was, it was it was in Kent somewhere, which is the worst place in the world to gig. And um, can confirm, having no. I'm from there. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. Awful. Yeah. Anyway, so it was a gig, and it was a Christmas gig. Big round tables. Uh, the MC was being heckled to fuck. Um, the first act. Um, I actually had a good gig, but that's not the story. Um, <laughs> that's just, it's just because I'm a horrible just cunt. Um, yeah. and went Everyone out, else shout, died. Went, went out and shouted at someone. But the, so the, the combat was having a hard time. The first act, who I thought would, was like really solid. And then this, the middle act, he was, he's a friend of mine. And he went out and he's, he's, a, he's a sort of Daniel Kitson influence. Very sort of like really good, really inventive, really funny, but fragile. And this was a fucking, oh, yeah, wait, wait, right, he went out. And, 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 and this bloke went, so I suppose you're gay as well, referring to the compere. And he went, well, I'm bisexual. And they went, oh, fucking hell, right? And then he, he, at one point he mentioned a taxi and the whole crowd cheered, right? And then, <laughs> and then the, wor- the worst part, right? There were Christmas crackers that had been, that had been op- you know, pulled on, on all the tables. And one bloke went round, gathered up the jokes and handed them to him. Oh, <laughs> mate. That's, I mean, that's a that's more than a heckle. That's a concept heckle. Yeah. <laughs> that's a heckle project. It's like fucking. Wow. It's like cracker yeah. trying to get trying to get a confession out of someone. I it just added so a new column for this person because he got some points for that. That is, that is funny. Oh. He's, a lo- he's a lovely man, and, and there was a part I just saw his his strings cut. He just went. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. And uh, yeah, and then I went out and the, just laid into one bloke for half an hour. And it was, it was, you know, it was a draw. <laughs> I think it's always weird when people say he died. They died. They died. That's in no other industry. That's final, isn't it? There's no recovery. It's like they died. It's done. It is how you and feel, though. It is no, but, but you, you won't have a plumber around and you go, "How is he getting on with the bathroom?" Well, he died, died on his ass. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's it's, a towel rail radiator yeah. on the roof. You very rarely. You <laughs> You don't often boo the plumber out of the door, yeah, do you? Yeah, 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 yeah. Come on, mate, you shit, mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't get give up the day job. Get away from my toilet, mate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Earn it, mate. Earn it. I've earned it, mate. Where did you learn to plumb? Yeah, In the yeah. school bathroom? Yeah. <laughs> You're not getting on live at the bathroom, mate. Yeah, mate. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's so final. There's no recovery, is there? The, the mass psychology is incredible, isn't it? Mm. You could, like, let's, I mean, like, I used to, uh, back when I did Jonglers, there was a Jonglers in Covent Garden, there was two different rooms, and it was like two different universes. I had one of my best gigs ever to, to my career to date in the first room, just really nice gig, packed in like this, had a really nice gig, did exactly the same set upstairs, died so hard, so, and I literally went, I just did these jokes downstairs and they liked them. Yeah. Like, it was so far beyond redemption, yeah. I was just like, come on, yeah. like, you're yeah. just wrong. <laughs> That that gig is famous in the industry and it's called the abattoir because it's where comedians go to die. <laughs> it's fucking horrible. No one warned me. At that same gig, at that same gig, I was emceeing Tom Rigglesworth, uh, died downstairs, got booed off. We went upstairs, <laughs> he's in the middle of getting booed off again. So, right? The, the show manager and I like Tom Rigglesworth is one of the best comedians out there. He's fantastic. Yeah, he's amazing. But they didn't go with him, booing him off again, and he didn't give a shit. He just kept going, kept going. He's going, I'm not going anywhere until you're all booing. And he kept going, kept going. <laughs> and then and then the show manager is screaming in my ear, get him off. I went, It isn't my job to get him off. He has to come off. I'm not going up there to get him. He has to come off. 
So he eventually goes right. Good night. Comes off as we go. As we as we as, as we always do. We always shake hands. Nice one, mate. Or whatever. We go. Or we go. Fucking hell. Right. <laughs> he went. I'll give him some more. I went. All right, mate. I went on. <laughs> And I <laughs> Double <laughs> points. Yeah. Yay. And I went, when I, and I went back on and I went, did you enjoy that? Boom. <laughs> Give it up for Tom Rigglesworth. And he came back on. The show manager was apoplectic with rage. She's like, what are you doing? <laughs> Comedy, babe. Look it up, Come on. dickhead. It's an art. My uh, favourite ever moment was watching Tom Rigglesworth. This is I was a I was an open spot, so it means you do like 10, 10 minutes. It was the less guy in Sheffield, oh, yeah. right? And he was doing it like an Edinburgh preview. It's the it's the funniest thing I've ever seen. So he was doing an Edinburgh preview. There's a a, a couple down here. Uh, well, there's like a three ladies down here, hammered, hammered, just talking all the way through. And he just sort of stops. Tom is so polite. He says, "Look, I'm, I'm about five, 15 minutes in. It's an hour show. You're clearly not enjoying it. It's been a bit of a mismatch." He says, "If you go now." It won't interrupt the flow of the show, and you know there's not a problem, and every and everyone's like, yeah, that's fine. So it's really amicable. So they go out, right? So he carries on with the show, and about half an hour later, the door slams open, and this massive bloke at the back, who looks like he could bench press this on micros, it was huge, <laughs> right? And he just shouted, "Oi!" Cunt, right? And Tom, without batting her eyelid, just went, I think this is for me. <laughs> it, was, it was, and then he said, he said, <laughs> this guy, and this guy got into a conversation. They had to get this guy out the building, right? Like and he, then he just says, I don't know who he was, but what projection? <laughs> he said, it was, like a, it was like a Sheffield Brian Blessed, this part. Oh, the beautiful. way he just dealt with it. Oh, He's amazing. I've, I've seen that thing of a comedian that like, is going so badly that all they can do is just go longer to double down it. I did, um, again, it'll be known to some people in this room, I was tour support for Paul Foote uh, <laughs> early in my career, and it's the only person that, like, even with his own audience, sometimes it goes so badly. <laughs> and, um, I did, like, yeah. But he's absolutely fine with it. He's just like, and, um, he's, he's quite a strange, like, he's an unusual guy, Paul, and he, he um, for example, on the first time I ever supported him, he'd, um, on the way home, it was a long way home, his gig was in Lincolnshire, three hour drive home, but he had a pie, a pork pie, and he had a specific spot on the motorway that he wanted to eat it. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so, so like, we went nearly an hour out of our way just so we could eat this pie, and it was like, yeah, wow. lovely place to eat this pie. And was like, oh, good boy. I didn't have any food, I'm boring thing. I, um, but, um, Did you have a location in mind should food happen? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was, I was looking at like just outside Swindon, yeah. And, um, I, I thought you meant slow lane, middle lane, fast lane. No, he, he literally, um, but yeah, I just, similar what? to the Rigglesworth story, I, I did a show with him in, in, I was in Yorkshire and like, they come to see him, I was just a support, but he had this, he had a, a joke about September the 11th and it's fair to say, I was going to say it divided the room, but it didn't, they were, they, they were united. Um, and people like walking out. Demanding refunds. I was a support. I was, I was just like milling around, and people coming up to me, going, "This is a disgrace." Where like, all of this, and by the end, mo about three quarters of people had left. And sure enough, he went like, again, like Rigglesworth. He went on longer. Uh, he did like an hour and a quarter, and then he finished by saying, uh, "You can, if you've seen Paul Foot, you can imagine it." There's even stand-up comedy. Sometimes it goes very well. Sometimes it goes very badly. And uh, tonight it's gone very well. <laughs> and, um, um, <laughs> it's just like, I, I've never seen anything like it. 
<laughs> and then we drove out of town and we stopped at a petrol station and he rang his manager and uh, as he does every night after a show and said just to let you know uh, as usual how the gig went um, it was a disaster <laughs> and he just put the phone down I imagine his manager getting that at midnight thinking fucking hell Paul I, I, uh. <laughs> there was another time with Tom Rigglesworth <laughs> No, no, because he's such a dude. He's he like, really is. He, 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 he found some big red clown shoes in the green room <laughs> of the comedy store. <laughs> and he went, I'm going to put these on. And he put them on and he wandered out. Didn't mention them throughout his entire set. But because Tom's really tall and skinny, they just look like his <laughs> shoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just a size 24. Yeah, yeah they just suited him. <laughs> boy, can that boy lean. <laughs> I tell you the worst thing in comedy is the overheard comment. So I think it's the um, no, you know, no, I mean, harassment. no, but I, I wish I was. <laughs> I wish I could get overheard, yeah. lads. No, yeah. no, but like you, you're walking back. I've had it when I've been walking back to the green room and the audience is in front of you, or walking through the venue, and you can hear them discussing the night, and you're behind them. And they're going, oh, yeah. what do you think of the first person? You're like, oh, oh yeah. Terrible, and then you, yeah. and then I just have to go, I'm behind you. <laughs> I was on the bill. Yeah, like you need to declare yourself before any yeah, damage is done. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, uh, it makes you want to gip, doesn't it? I was uh, at, yeah, I was in the ladies' toilets in Spank um, last week, and the same thing happened. These girls came in and they're like, oh, what do you think of that Welsh girl? And I was like, I'm on the toilet. Do I shout out now to let them know I'm here? Or risk my own feelings. <laughs> or wait, wait for the review. <laughs> yeah, but the review was like, oh, she's from Cardiff. I'm from there. I was like, that's fine. <laughs> I heard someone come out of a show and go, Matt, not for me. But then I don't really like shows. Uh, so I think, oh, may, maybe, you, maybe you've not come to the right thing here. Uh, uh. So I did. I did. It, what's the town the Manics are from? Oh, Black, uh, Blackwood. Blackwood. Yeah. Blackwood. Yeah. Blackwood. Yeah. The Blackwood Miners Institute. Oh. I was opening. <laughs> And um, and it was it was a it was a, it was, a, it was kind, of, kind of like for about half the show I was it was like fine it was like a five out of five show and then I just suddenly lost them I didn't really know why and as it turned out I, so I wasn't I was dressed sort of like masculine and then someone said you look like a woman and I went well I'm a transvestite and that apparently lost the room <laughs> and then I kind of clawed it back it was fucking it was so horrible I, I hated it and then in the interval I sort of had a look at them and I thought oh actually I, I can sort of see why without showing them what it is. You know, you know, I go on like dressed like this and talk about it. That's one thing. Anyway, so that was that sort of thing, and I sort of fucking really hated them. And, and George Egg was closing, and he's brilliant. And I went, "You'll like the next act. He's very visual, <laughs> right?" And um, and then Ray Peacock was comparing and went, "When you should have," he said. He, so Ray Ray Peacock goes. And so this woman at the back apparently went. So is that a woman? Um, and this is not like you know. I've actually been back, and the audience have, haven't been like that. Uh, but but I fucking hated them. This woman who'd heckled me, right? You look like a woman like this, right? I, I actually I couldn't watch George inevitably do really really well right because he's fucking brilliant so I just went for a bit of a wander and I went to the cash point and I came around just as everyone's coming out right now this for for reference is a tattoo of Peter Cushing okay that's a tattoo of Peter Cushing all right the actor Peter Cushing you know what he looks like right so um this woman who had been heckling me said, uh, I've got to ask, is that Boris Karloff? And I went, yeah, she went, I knew I was late. And not stop having had the best night of her life. Do you, do you know, the, this, this isn't a, a, a boast. This is when women can't get a word in. Yeah. We live in the comedy dream here. As it should be. <laughs> I mean, while, 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 we are, while we're all audience blaming here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, that was such a rough topic to come up when we've got a panel of stand-up comedians and me. So um, that you was going to go on a You never had a bad night on the chase. 
Um, well, I'm, I'm going to tell you about the, the cruise. R- Rich knows about performing on a cruise ship. Oh, yeah. But we're not going to let him tell you because he's had his time. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I've just come back. I was doing a, a cabaret show, 45 minutes posting a cabaret show. I do six songs, talk about my life. It's perfectly crafted, funny anecdotes. Time to be exactly 45 minutes. It is tight as anything. And um, we did the first night. And then we had to uh, we had to discuss it, me and my uh, MD, um, because we realised we had to verbally give the crowd permission to make sounds. <laughs> <laughs> because audiences on a cruise, they've never been to shows before. They don't like At shows. At the beginning, they don't <laughs> like shows. That reminded me of it. That reminded me of it. No, they, the thing is, they love shows. They were absolutely dead silent all the way through. Got nothing, not even a cracked face. Wow. And at the end, like two dozen people came up and said, that's the best thing I've seen in ages. That was amazing. I loved it. So the next day I had to add in a bit where I, I say, this is a cabaret night. This is not the RSC. As you can see, I'm wearing a sequin jumpsuit, so it's not King Lear. You can make noise. You have permission to laugh if things are funny. And then the next night I had to add, um, if you need to go to the toilet, you don't need to put your hand up and ask for permission. Fucking <laughs> hell. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they were lovely, lovely audiences, but when you have to tell them, they can laugh. It's like gigging oh. in Denmark. <laughs> <laughs> Ironically I've, enough, I've, one of the gigs was in Denmark. I've, 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 I've never had a low laugh to that was amazing ratio like in Denmark. <laughs> <laughs> they laugh like this. Very appreciative. <laughs> That's, we had those people in the front, didn't we, the other day, but they left. So presumably they enjoyed it so much they couldn't take any more halfway through Danish the show comedy capacity. Yeah. <laughs> Run off to draw Muhammad. Jerry Sadowitz can sell out an entire tour. Right, we've done one and uh, let's face it, half category, and um, we pretty much we're done. So. Vex. Uh, <laughs> what are the points repercussions if? <gasps> oh. Fruit <Boot> machine. <laughs> Oh, fruit machine has been played. The dice are coming out. Oh, Vix's rainbow dice. Full disclosure, I thought this would be much more fun than it actually is every time we've done it. This is very boring, but <laughs> it's admin. Nonetheless, it's we basically play on. admin. Right. You, you all need to roll your dice yeah. now. Come on, come on, you natural six. In the second wave, because I only have four. Fucking hell. Okay. You this is great disclose, for this disclose. is great for listeners. Well, no, I love know. that they've got the only, numbers written on them, not I the dots. I can know because you've just passed me a, an, an anonymous dice. How am I supposed to know? Die one die. Yep, you're yeah, right. Right. It's right. more like sadmin. Yeah. <laughs> okay. 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 There you go, alienating our D and D playing brethren. Imagine. <laughs> Stranger Ima- things makes this look much more fun oh, than it really yeah, is. Yeah, really isn't it? This this yeah. feels like this feels like Christmas Day playing <laughs> games. <laughs> No, it feels like Christmas Day playing games around a dad's house who's lost access to his kids. <laughs> it feels it's a, it's so bleak. I can hear you, Scott. I know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really strange choice to criticise the host's um, way of doing things at this point. At yeah, this it might be costly. Point Still lose points. might be costly. Yeah, all right. Only I get to know this now. Yeah. Right, we've got a little bonus round because um, the Fringe Society took away the Edinburgh Fringe app and so people can't find the good small shows. So, bonus round. We'll start with Mark when he's finished opening that beer. Uh- okay, at this point, I, full disclosure, I thought I had another wine 
but Jenny's had it, and I've been <laughs> fantasising about nicking that for the whole uh, of the like, for half an hour. But I didn't know what would happen. What, what can I say? I got thirsty during one of your many stories. <laughs> you absolutely. But please don't drop the mics because we've got a deposit yeah, on yeah, them. Yeah. Mic drops is pop shield. And the fringe mic drops are very costly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anecdotes, not for me. <laughs> uh, Mark, recommend some shows that people might not have heard of that aren't sold out. I that is like the brief. That. People have got it wrong every night. They've got to be tickets you can see. They've got to be people that you wouldn't have heard of before. All right, Vix. Well, I don't know what this will do to the points, but I recommend your solo show. You would. As, um, <laughs> Two legs. Two forty at uh, it's uh, the Mash House. House at it. Yes, yeah. the Mash House, uh, which is uh, in terms of well-run venues, it's um. But anyway, do it's go right there. <laughs> <There's>, um, <laughs> it's still standing. I mean, that's it's, it's right up there. there. It's yeah. right up there. Yes, your show. It's right up some stairs, you mean? Yeah. <laughs> That's right, it's the attic. Yeah. This is delightfully unassuming 45 minutes of comedy, and also you sometimes have people uh, as. I have better known comedians yeah. supporting me to try and get the numbers in, full disclosure. Um, she's, yeah. actually, she's actually really good. She's constantly doing down her own stand up show yes. because she wants more exposure for this, but it shouldn't be at the expense of a solo show because she's very talented stand up. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yes. Get your note, Palak. <laughs> <laughs> I think you got a six. If yeah, um, with me aside though, um, there's definitely space for you want to come. I'm not saying it's not doing well, but y- you fit. There's <laughs> uh, any other shows you'd recommend? Well, last night I saw a guy who does. It's like sort of a magic show, and it's all to do with the Rubik cube, and he solves the Rubik cube in about twenty different ways. Oh, it was, yeah, did yeah, you, yeah. But do you know what his name is? Yeah. Tom, Cro- yeah. right. Tom say, Crosby. It was bloody amazing, but I don't know his name, so it's limited recommendation, really. But um, yeah, we're hearing it's Tom Crosby. He Sorry, was ever so David had your back. Yeah. That's fine. Um, oh, it's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. He just threw it up in the air and a bird <laughs> brought it back and it was done. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, you can't call him that anymore, Mark. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> ah, you can't say anything, can you? <laughs> Allocating points, by the way. <laughs> but yeah, there's a, there's a clear winner so far, Scott. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, it's a, a little show actually. It's quite got quite low production, but it's on it's on the Royal Mile. It's about halfway up, <laughs> uh, and it's uh, it's called braiding children's hair. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hear they're doing quite well. They're doing amazing. They've Prohibitively got no, expensive. They've got though. no reviews, but they're the only person making money at this yeah, fringe. Yeah, that. <laughs> They've already taken my children's inheritance. It's credible. It's incredible. Uh, so do support that. I, I don't know. I, I've, I've only, I'm only here for nine days this year. Uh, because I need to show off. No, I'm not showing it's off. Why does it look haggard? The only, like no, the only reason I'm showing off is because I was going to be up for longer, but then I got a smart meter at home and fuck that. I'm not coming anywhere near it. <laughs> it's absolutely brutal, isn't it? Um, I think the only way we're going to keep warm in January is to have orgies covered in deep heat. Could be worse. Right. Sounds all right. That's what it? happens yeah. at the end of the show. The doors are locked. I will give a serious recommendation. Um, <laughs> Bring on the deep heat cannons. <laughs> like, like Put your goggles on, everyone. Therapeutic guar gig. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Scott's got no recommendation. Uh, no, I have, I have got a recommendation. Uh, I, I, uh, I always try and see. If I am up here, I always try and see Phil Ellis. Phil Ellis 
Hedgehog. Um, and because Phil's always, uh, it's the sh- only show, I, when you're at the Fringe, you never really get a chance to see as much as you want to do. Uh, and when I came up last time, it was one of the first shows I saw. And I think it was the one where it was Unplanned Orphan, where he was in this little, it felt like a shipping container. Mm. I think it felt like we'd been trafficked for an hour. Um, <laughs> Would it cost him three grand? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, but yeah. What, what's amazing is, because it's so chaotic, you don't know where the show is or where the chaos is. <laughs> so I just remember at one point him... him <laughs> Him going through his notes, going, right. So what did happen to my father? What did, <laughs> what what did happen to him? He, uh, oh, that's the end of the show. I've given away there. He gave away. He gave away the end of the show nine minutes in, uh, which. Uh, but it's just cha- it's, it's just chaos, and I think uh, you know it, it nev- no one ever makes me laugh as much as Phil Ellis. So yeah, he's great. Aww. Yeah, I did a Zoom gig with him where he just showed us his kitchen. Yeah. Um, yeah, he'd forgotten the gig apparently, so he just showed us like his microwave, his fridge, and it was very compelling. Uh, <laughs> we, do you I prepared a set, and no one laughed half as much as they did. What? It's like, disappointing if you go to see his fringe show and it's now of his kitchen. Yeah, but just, uh, yeah. Just, just a quick one. In in the lockdown, we had Zoom calls, a couple of us, and Phil was on a Zoom call, but he was staying his mum and dad. He was he was lock in lockdown at his mum and dad's flat, and it was it was grim because he was outside because he couldn't get any reception, he had his phone tethered on top of a wheelie bin. (laughs) (laughs) It it was perfect Ellis. It was on on brand. Textbook. Yeah, it was on brand for him. Yeah, it was great. Uh, I've got a couple of uh, free fringe recommendations. First off, some... uh, quirky whimsical stand-up from leslie ewing burgess nebula 145 at pilgrim bar it is a lovely and not enough people are seeing it seconded yeah also um, absolutely delightful we'll be, we'll be flying you after the yes. gig won't you leslie hey, oh, oh, oh she happens to be in the room um and also today i went to see um a lovely show at uh, cc blooms it was at half past five it's called van gogh find yourself and uh, a man who looks and sounds exactly like Vincent van Gogh tells you his life story while you do some sketching it's absolutely beautiful That's and amazing. tranquil and, and, and you I feel at peace afterwards um, <laughs> most of two it's not exactly <laughs> like him no well I didn't look up How close actually <laughs> well he did have two car seats <laughs> <That> <laughs> Sounds really relaxing and nice. <laughs> it was uh, it was like, so lovely and yeah. really family friendly as well, yeah, okay. educational That's and a, tranquil. Yeah. Out, Mark. <laughs> yeah, my kids are coming up tomorrow. My daughter's going to have her head shaved before she gets in the city. Honestly, <laughs> mate, yeah. do it, do it on the border at Gretna Green, <laughs> just like a sheep being sheared. <laughs> right, next one in now. Right, Rich, uh, Sean Davis, he's on at the Gilded Balloon, five forty every night. Uh, before I came up, I hadn't heard of Sean Davies, and we'd never worked together before. But Hattie Ashdown said, we're going to go and see this show. So we went. It's one of the best shows I've seen in the Fringe. Well, I've seen something coming up here. It's a brilliant show. It's got a perfect arc. You will experience every emotion, and you will leave feeling elated. She is not only a brilliant storyteller, but she is incredibly funny as well. It's a fantastic show. It's all about time, is it, that show? That's the one. Yeah. It's about time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's magnificent. And also, yes, Phil Ellis, Hedgehog which is on at 6.40 at the Caves. It's a good show. Just come. <laughs> You'll find out why I'm so pleased of it when you do. Come. It's a good show. Is Tom Rigglesworth doing a show at the Fringe? <laughs> no. That's a waste Tom, we love you, mate. So uh, a couple of recommendations. My big recommendation 
It's not a comedy show, but it's the most incredible spoken word performance I've ever seen in my life. A guy called Jeff Wind. He's doing a show at the Omni Center at midday. It's called Money is as Innocent as the Gun. I saw him at Secret Garden Party, and I've never been so fucking intoxicated by a spoken word performance. Like, technically, it's brilliant, just his use of meter and rhyme and stuff, but the passion about this kind of this analysis of money, of capitalism, and how we've gone wrong, I've never seen. He's the most unassuming guy. You would never think he was doing a show, and it's absolutely fucking fantastic the like by uh, John Lewis dad, yeah, like. yeah 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 so mm. Jeff Jeff Wind money is as innocent as a gun it's a free fringe show he's only getting like ones and twos in it's a tough sell but it's a f- it's a like genuine little rewire your brain you've got to go and see that and also go and see uh, Katie Mitchell uh, doing she festers uh, she's it's a show about grief and loss uh, but it's also funny as fuck and really surreal and inventive and has one of my very... F- the bit about the armadillo is one of my very favourite uh, comedy things Tweet I've Andrew seen. about that when you've seen it. Yeah. Fucking, <laughs> yeah. Uh, my recommendation is Rich Wilson. You could have it so much better. Uh, bit cheap to recommend someone else on the panel. I was going to get around you all, but now you can go fuck yourselves. Uh, <laughs> aren't you already sold out, Mark? Yeah. All right, mate. Oh, all right. Also, frankly, does Latitude need to sell any more tickets, Mark? <laughs> <laughs> rub it in, mate. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I'm taking the big bucks from Latitude 2016. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to do it without flyers, all right? You need flyers. God damn it, you need flyers. This come to the show. This was his flyer. Just come. Just come. It's at night. It's at nine twenty every night at the caves up the road. It's opposite Bannerman's down there, down Calgate. If you come, don't, don't go to the ticket office. Just come to the room. All right, I will be there in the corner crying. <laughs> There's listen, enough listen chairs for all of you. Just come. Yeah, R.E.M. <laughs> and then, uh, and then and don't then go to the ticket office. We'll it's quite a vibe, isn't it? <laughs> I, uh, Oh, because it's just jobs worth at the ticket office. (laughs) Oh, you have to give them money. (laughs) It has been a fucking nightmare. It's been a nightmare. So just come to the room. We will talk money afterwards. All right. If you don't like it, don't pay. All right. But just come. I love it. Those chairs are getting dirty. Right. Let's all go tomorrow. Yeah, let's all go tomorrow. Um, It is really good. It is worth it. Yeah. Right, let's have a round of applause for our brilliant panel. Yeah. Round of applause for Joe and Leslie on the tech team and our brilliant underbelly star. Jenny Ryan is the winner because that's feminism, baby. You are all free to go. Go Flyer, go Flyer. Thank you very much, everybody, for coming to the Comedy Arcade. If you're watching this on Next Up, Use the code COMEDYARCADE. We love you. It won't get you anything, but maybe it'll send a nice message. See you in a bit. Let's get pissed. Thanks for listening to the Comedy Arcade. There'll be a new episode next Thursday with new balls and new guests. If you liked it, like us any way you can and subscribe and tell all your friends. Also, tell us. We're in all the usual places on all the social media. And if you didn't like it, I've been Sean Walsh and this is What's Upset You Know. The USP is It's Only 15 Minutes. Mom 
deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.